Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> well, we were very funny then. Laugh, pretend we're Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi, hi, podsters. Um, welcome to Older and Wider, the fun podcast. Um, this is the equivalent of a group hug, big laugh, sharing, caring. Um, and uh, what have we got today, Judith? What have we got lined up on the podcast? Uh, we've got Catherine Flett coming in as a guest. Yeah, yep. the wonderful Catherine Flett. Yeah. We've got a lot of nattering and wittering between you and I. Oh, you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quality but broadcasting. Quality broadcast, you think? Well, quality broadcasting on the cheap. <laughs> well, a bit like a natter over the garden wall, I think is how you put it, wasn't it? Yeah, we have to do this. We have to have our own podcast because we don't, don't share a garden wall. Au contraire. Au contraire. What do you mean by well, that? Well, because you live in a very, very different place to me. My you garden live... wall is very high. Yeah, well, we'd never be able to well, natter Jenny, over it. Of course it. it is. You'd have to. It's yeah. got barbed wire on the top as well. Can you imagine <laughs> having a natter over my garden fence? Yeah, well, we have to do this instead. Instead we of having to, a natter yeah. over the garden wall, you and I can have a kind of a bit of a you know bit a of a podcast. This yeah? is the, the a podcast share. is the equivalent of a natter over the That's garden right. fence because we can't get because we can't we can't exactly because we'd need ladders. <laughs> and our age ladders <gasps> very bad idea ladders are a no-no yes so this is a bit of a share about getting older really isn't it yeah you can join in we'll get a website yeah. sorted out and yeah, you can else tweet and Days twitter and you write us a letter if you want I wouldn't bother <laughs> Morning, good morning. It could be any time of day. It's a podcast, you see. It could be half asleep. It'll be two in the morning for could them. Be anything. That's the joy of the podcast. It is, isn't it? Pop it on any time. Wake yourself up. Annoy yourself. <laughs> Put it on by accident. Well, it's four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Lean on your phone by accident. Guess who it's us? Ha ha! Anyway, uh, this is uh, Dulcet Tones, Jenny Eclair, and who are you? <laughs> I think I'm your friend. Oh, yeah, I've, I've described you as that in the past. You have. My friend Judith Holder. Thank you. How are you today? Glad I'm still your friend. Yeah, I haven't got many. Got to cling on to the ones I've got. Yeah, you have. Oh, <laughs> uh, how am I today? I'm okay. Yes, I'm very well. What actually. are you wearing? Well, luckily, I'm not wearing the same shoes as you because I've got to admit that I am a bit of a copycat. <gasps> I think I've always really had done a bit of copycatting of women. Were you that I those girls, girls. girls? I was. I was. Oh. And actually, borrowing clothes of, of people that I liked. Is this because so... you're an only child? 
Yeah, and needy and not very self-confident. And yes, all of those Trying things. Trying on other personas. Yes, OK, all right. Can you not just be damning me all the way through this, please? But yes. So, yeah, so how many items of my clothing have you stolen? I've not stolen, stolen but copied. These shoes, yes. I've absolutely stolen those shoes. They're yeah. kind of, they're leopard skinny, yeah. very statement shoes. They're an ocelot. They're an ocelot booty. It's a type of animal. It's an ocelot. It? I thought they were synthetic. It's not a real animal. No, of course it is. None of us wear no, real. No. Um, apart from my own skin, which is 100% <laughs> real. Yeah, well, we Let can see that. guarantee it's flaking all <laughs> over the place. Uh, yes, I've stole that, stolen those. Yes, the ocelot booty. Yes, you stole those. Yes. And also, I had a really good map scarf. Yeah, you did, I know, and I bought that too. Yes, I do, do it without thinking, you know. I do it, and then I come back and I think, do you know, Jenny's got one just the same as that. It's yeah. kind of subliminal. And then I see you in it, I think, oh, here comes the copycat. <laughs> um, Judith, you've um, just returned from <clears throat> an holiday. An holiday, absolutely. A very, very cheap holiday, actually. Really? Cheap and nasty yes. or cheap and cheerful? Bit of a mixture. Okay. If I'm Did honest, you cry? bit of a mixture. <laughs> I didn't cry when I got there. No, I know what you mean. I have done that in the past. <laughs> And I didn't even I didn't even move rooms. That's just quite impressive for me because yeah. I'm often a two or three times mover. Tripler. Yeah, you know, much to Mike's disgust. So mm. no, it stayed in the room. Now, that's positive. But it was yeah, it was an easy jet sort of deal. You know mm. where you get mm. the flight and you get the hotel. So already there's some warning signs, warning signs yeah. there, aren't there? Um, one of the Canary Islands, which I think is called La Palma, I didn't really commit. Doesn't really matter to which one. No, does it's it? one of those, um, and it's got its own airport kind of thing. But it's not Tenerife, not quite that naff. Um, quite a lot of Germans in the hotel. I don't mind Tenerife. Well, it depends which bit you go to. Oh, absolutely. You know, you probably go to the posh bit. Oh, I like I've a bit of riffraff. To... Oh, I've been to some... <laughs> Listen, I've been to hotels where the sun loungers have been chained up until eight o'clock. Yeah, got to do that. Chained up. I like a chain around a sun lounger. <laughs> Right, um, so this one, yes. Uh, yes. was it all-inclusive? Well, no. All, thank God we were on half-board. I mean, a lot of people were there all-inclusive, obviously, with the, you know, things around well, the Well, wristband. And the trouble is, you know, because you've seen them at breakfast piling up, mm. with, for, you know, and then and then pizzas for lunch, and then down at the buffet. So that would be a disaster for me. I mean, it was already pretty much a disaster. But at least then, you know, you can kind of load up for breakfast, yes. can't you? What was your best breakfast? Oh, well, it took me about three or four days to discover the porridge. Porridge? Oh, very nice. I'm on a hot holiday. Yeah, I know, but, you know, very the, nice. The canaries are in Africa, aren't they? <laughs> it's not exactly an African I said it was a cheap holiday. We're talking cheap cooked breakfast, OK? Oh, it's so porridge. simple. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the reason it was so nice is that it's probably got a lot of sugar in it and a lot of currants and a lot of nutmeg on the top. So that was quite good. Big yeah. bowl of that. Um, and then slow release energy. E, well, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peckish by eleven. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even me, tied me over until about five or six. Mind you, I was recently in a hotel that was so bad that you were taking things into breakfast. That's the first. That is bad. But you've never been to anything, anything like that. I've been on tour. I've toured all my life. I've done I've done every breakfast every which way. I mean genuinely. I mean the thing is you can't really go wrong with a hard boiled egg. I always go for the hard boiled egg. That's what true, I like. True. And I like a, a, a little pat of cream cheese. 
And then I smashed my egg and the cream cheese on a piece of toast, and that was me done. You're quite low maintenance on the hotel buffet, aren't you? I'm very high maintenance. I'm like a gorilla. I have to have a lot of fruit. You know, I have to have bananas, and I have to have oranges, and roughage, and porridge. You know those things Yes, that you but see what about you're trying gorillas. to do, you see, what I don't do, what you do, and yeah. I think this is an unwise thing, this is where your buffet manners get out of hand, Going because you're again. trying Go to on. stock up so you don't stop for lunch. Yes, exactly, exactly, precisely. Well, you see, I don't, I, I can't bear the idea of missing a meal. In case, really, <laughs> genuinely can't. It doesn't matter how full I am. Really? I have to, yes, three meals a day. But otherwise, you know, what if I got run over mid afternoon? I'd miss my lunch. Well, yeah, I know where you're coming from, but that's because you know, if if you have to pay for it extra, it's something it's something to do in my head with the fact that you've you you don't have to therefore buy lunch. Okay, do you know okay. what I mean? So you kind of load yeah, but up. That means buy your buffet. Is it a buffet supper as buffet well? Buffet supper. Oh yeah. Scrum. By Scrum. seven o'clock, you're hysterical with hunger. Oh, by seven o'clock. By about five o'clock. Doors open at 6.30, and sometimes I was one of the first in the queue, I've got to tell you. So and I, it was, don't, I don't like eating till about 8.30 of an you? evening. No. Well, you're very, 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 very much more I'm very sophisticated. You are, you are much posher I live in London, you live in the country. Well, that doesn't make you any better, any posher, necessarily. <laughs> makes me but, later. Um, makes me later. <laughs> well, I had a little holiday as well. At the risk of sounding like that's what we do with our lives, just go on holiday. But mine was a lucky holiday, and I went to Marrakesh for a week for a painting holiday because I, I you know, I'm keeping up my painting. Lovely. And I, I posted something on my, on my social media yesterday that I painted at my other art class, which I do in Dulwich Village. Uh, we were doing noses yesterday, and you, you commented on my nose. You made a cheeky comment, didn't I you? I did Judy? make a cheeky comment because it was. Well, it was very phallic. Well, I know my nose. Weirdly, I mean, anybody can check this out on my Twitter feed. Mm. But um, what I was pleased at was the prominence of the nose. It came off the paper because a lot of my artwork my point in the past, entirely, but yeah, 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 a lot of my artwork in the past has been very flat, very flat, very one-dimensional. Nothing right. comes out at you because I've never understood shading and background foreground. Anyway, I did this. I did this nose. It looked like a cock, didn't it? It really did. And it was, because it was kind of, it didn't have the context of your other bits no, of your no, face. No, it was just nose. It yes. was just a proboscis. A, a proboscis, that's a A protruding word. thing that mm. looked like, more penis-like than anything else I've seen for years. Absolutely. Uh, it was rather troubling. Um, and incidentally, at the hotel where I was staying, there was a big nudist section. I've got to say, cause I, so, so maybe yeah. that's why I commented on your Twitter, on your Twitter, because oh, I've seen, seen a lot of, a lot of peni. If that, I don't know. Is that plural? I've no yeah, idea. Yeah. Many, many more than I, you know, than I've kind of seen. Well, did, probably ever. Did you put your glasses on, or did you <laughs> take your glasses off? <laughs> I tell you what shocked me is how many men are, are, are waxing. Oh, I can't. There were lots of. Why do they do that? Because I have. It's just. It's. Um, it's what's it called? It's vanity, isn't it? It's what they all do. As soon as one start person starts doing it, they all join mm. on. I can't really. If Jeff mm. started, mm. well, he's seventy. He's never going to. No, can no, he ma- imagine either. the shaving cuts? He'd be covered, <laughs> covered in little bits of toilet paper. I mean, he is as hairy as a Shetland pony. I mean, he'd have to, he wouldn't do my lady shave razor. Is it on his get, back? There's a smattering, not too much. I mean, he's, you know, he's not an ape, uh, but there is a Shetland pony quality to him, and it's quite grey and coarse. <laughs> so, <laughs> Does he need brushing? But yeah, he needs a, a needs saddle soap, brushing, <laughs> and then I shine him up, and then I feed him apples. <laughs> 
blanket. He's my good pony. And then he, he gets on the floor on his hands and knees. <laughs> and I get on no, his back. Jenny, stop. He gives me stop. a, a ride around the sitting room. That's what we do. That's what we do instead of yeah. sex. It's Look, better. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, did you judge yourself against mm. the naked ladies of your nudie colony? Well, I was much more, I'm a bit worried about this, but I was much more transfixed by the men. I, I honestly, you know that thing where you try not to look, but actually you are looking? You know what that was, thing? What, what were you interested in? In different sizes different and shapes? Different sizes and shapes and... Did you draw any of them? <laughs> and did any of them look like my nose? <laughs> I think most of them look like your nose. And now I can see your nose. I mean, you've got a lovely nose, actually. I know, but in, in certain lights, it's cock. Is it? Yeah, yeah. All noses are. I've realised this, mm. that noses are sort of the penis of the face. They are, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, the lips are the vagina of the oh face. Oh, my God. We're all just sex organs. Know, like chimpanzees or something. I don't know what our eyes are doing there. I don't see why they use an ornament sexually, really. That's a horrible revelation that you've just given me. I'm really now, Every sorry. time I look at someone's face, I'm going to think that. But we all, you know, when all the naked ladies and gentlemen were parading past, were you saying to Mike, your husband, were you saying no, to... No, he wasn't there. I was on my own. Really? No, he wasn't interested at all. Really? No, no, he wasn't interested. I was kind of... Were you you spying through a hole in a wall? (laughs) Were they on the other side of the wall? No, there was a section. And it was obviously all German. There was no English there except me, you know, and I was very much... Did you join in? Well, you have to, don't you? You can't actually go in there without that. So you Um, went in. You weren't just spying from the other side of the wall. Oh, no, 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 I went in. I'm not a pervert, Jenny. Um, (laughs) So, no, I went I know. And, and yes, it became a bit of a ritual every day, really. So, uh, now... You have just had a little holiday away with a free buffet. Mm. Now, this bothers me because we know what is coming up in just over a month. You have the, the mm. role of your life, one of the roles of your life. You've got the Far mother. too many roles around my stomach, I yeah. feel. For the, for the mother of the bride. Dress. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So before you went on holiday, did you try the dress? I on? did, and it was a great deal tighter than it had been before. And I <gasps> said to me, yeah, I know, I know. You, you're feeling the panic. Um, so you're trying on a dress before yes, you go on a holiday where yes, you know there's a free buffet and yes. it's already tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you get the, the Can you get the zip? I can get the zip up, okay. but it is you know it's we're talking Fergie at the at Eugenie's okay. wedding kind of okay. scenario, yeah. slightly worse probably. Um, so yeah, so I got the diary out and worked out how much I've got to lose, factored in Christmas because obviously you know I'm going to put a bit of weight on over Christmas. Stone just, and a half. <laughs> factored in that. Stone and a half over Christmas. Well, I factored in four pounds. That's a very, very, very lean Christmas yes. for me. It's a miserable Christmas. I mean, that's a Christmas day, actually. You're going to have one day off. One day off is all Is it all we're allowed. As you I know. don't know why you say we. You sort of count well, like, no, we as if family. you're counting Mike in when he's... Um, well, well he, yes, we know. He's going to have to take some any sort of cheese long, or anything into the, the car. thin, lean and lovely. Yes, OK. OK. Yeah, Jack yeah. Spratt. Yeah. <laughs> So I've done that. I've done my sums and I've got to lose, um, well, basically three and a half, four pounds a week between now and the wedding. Not possible. Well, it is possible. You're a postmenopausal woman. It doesn't go that, it doesn't melt. What are you going to do? He's sticking fingers down your throat, yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Well, see, what I did is on holiday while I was on the Sun Lounger, along with a lot of other lists that I was writing about my life, yeah. I decided, I just made a decision, and this is what happens when I'm on holiday. I make a decision, and then of course... I are you still making lists on holiday? Yes, I am. Anyway, anyway, listen. So on the top of a page, I said, two days fasting a week 
and the rest of the time slimming world. <laughs> that is my method. That is my approach to this horrendous dilemma, which is totally self-inflicted. Do you know what? I've had to take, it, during this podcast, during that last... You started speech, to rock. I, I had started to rock. I've had to take my glasses <laughs> off. I have clasped my hands over my eyes and I am rocking backwards and forwards. It's not healthy. It's, I know. I'm, I, do you know what we're doing? What? We, we're ripping up that list. We're ripping it up. We're going to Selfridges. After the podcast, we're buying you a new big girl's dress. <laughs> big girl's dress. <laughs> you said that with some spite. <laughs> What's that shop that used to do big girls? Long tall Sally. Is it Bur- Burkitt? No, Burkitt has gone to the wall. God, isn't it Oh, has awful. it? Has it's it? It's depressing coming back to this country. I mean, yeah. you get away from it. Oh, more. I know. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, Mother of the Bride. Uh, what mm. are the other... Dilemmas. Thi- yeah. Oh, uh, several dilemmas. And then I've got to do my speech because I've been allowed a speech. Okay, okay. Uh, have you started, have you crafted it yet? Well, the problem is, you see, that I'm, I'm only, I've only, I've been given a slot in the ceremony, not after, you know, not, not like Mike's getting the proper speech. Um, so no, ceremony's more important. Oh, it's Part of way, the actual thing. But, you know, thing. what am I going to say? I, I... Well, nothing horrible. No, of course not. But, but... Um, mother of the groom has got a poem that she's been given to. Uh, she's been given. She's don't, been given. They don't trust her. <laughs> do, a, do a limerick. <laughs> there was a young lady from Diddy. Diddly diddly diddy. Diddly diddy diddly diddy diddly diddly diddy. Yeah, well, I have. I, I did think maybe I should write a poem, but I've never written a poem do, in my life. Don't stop copycatting. No, she's well, got the poem. Okay, you're right. You're right. We've, had, we've discussed poem. this. Who's it by? It's by Philip Pullman. It's about love. And it's, oh, it's absolutely extraordinary. I could Google it and read it to you. It's amazing. It's so good. Really? So, you know, the bar's quite high, but... um, Christ. So so what she said is, write ten, the ten, the things, the ten important things in a good marriage. I thought, well, Don't say blowjobs in church. (laughs) can't. You're not allowed. So it's going to be Is it in a church? No, it's not. It's oh, not. It's not. Blow jobs then. But it's going to be that can be three, four, don't five. Don't be ridiculous, Jenny. But what you know, <laughs> it's going to be very, very difficult to kind of do that because I don't want to be too serious. But if I'm funny, I might not be anyway. And also, and what, what if you're truthful? Ah, oh, no. well, even worse, even bloody Judith, worse. We we um we're going to have to leave that with bated breath because um it's time for us to to have a, we have guests. We do, don't we? Everyone's knocking on our door. Can you hear? (laughs) Let me in. Let me in. I want to be a guest on your podcast. Wait. Can I be a guest too? And me. They're lining up outside. Of course they are. Who have we got today? We've got Catherine Flett. You've known her for years. I've known her for some time too. She was on The Grumpy Old Women and she's, she's, yeah, she's all round wonderful. I uh, originally discovered Catherine Flett when she wrote a mo- the most phenomenal book about uh, having a nervous breakdown and uh, the disintegration of a marriage called the what's it called? the bullet the heart-shaped, heart-shaped bullet? bullet which had been serialized in one of the nationals and uh, it became quite a big seller and then at the moment she's a food critic well I think we can chat to her about food let's let's talk food with Ooh, I'd like to be well, they make me hungry. That's the trouble. Starving. You've just snuffed, snuffed your banana. Yeah, that's all I'm allowed. Oh yeah, you've done your done your points for today. <laughs> cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is this. Do you recognize it? Do you recognize this tune? Catherine Flett is our new guest. Catherine, this is our theme tune. Do you like it? It's fantastic. Yeah, you were swaying away there, weren't you? Oh, triple trick, triple well, I clicking. Think I think it's a bit postman pat myself, but you know. <laughs> I don't mind that. I'm very childish. <laughs> Catherine Flett, it's very, very nice indeed to see you. Judith and I have known you sort of on and off for a long time. Judith's given you work. Yes, she has. A long time ago. For which I'm eternally grateful. <laughs> oh, come on. You were brilliant on Stop Grumpy Old Women. We were all brilliant on Grumpy Old Women. Yeah, yes, 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 Everyone was brilliant. Yeah, well, how fantastic we all were. You, at the time, were a journalist, stroke novelist, stroke... Um, were you an editor of magazines? I did, point? yes, I did edit magazines back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I quit when I was um, ahead. I won an award and I bailed out because yeah. I thought, well, it's not going to get any better than this. What was yeah. the award? It was International Magazine of the Year. There you go. Wow, that's pretty good. What was so, the magazine? It was called Arena. It was a men's magazine. Ah. Sexy. Some of it was stylish. sexy. Sexy and stylish. Mm. This is, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And you were the editor? I was the editor. It's a bit like being the queen, isn't it? Yeah, I was, you know, it took me about... F- I had a great time doing it, but it took did me about... Did you choose models? Boy, some of that yeah. did go on. Yeah. Castings in the office, that kind of thing. Terrible, terrible. Uh, but I did realise I hadn't worn a dress for four years and it was probably time to get in touch with my feminine side, so I did decide to leave. Had you become sort of very power dressing and sort of marching about, I kicking think ass? Because I was the boss of blokes, and yeah. I'm still relatively young, you know, my late. We heavy drinking, we drinking whiskey in the afternoon. There was quite a lot of sort of. <laughs> <cigars. laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of hanging out with the chaps and then going home and crying because I was single and couldn't get a date. <laughs> I did have a great time. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> All that crying on the tube home. Great. <laughs> Um, but now, I mean, journalism has been a very big part of your life. Yeah. Writing has been a very big part of your life. Walk us through the success of The Heart-Shaped Bullet. Oh, goodness me. So that is nearly 20 years old. OK, it doesn't Crumbs. matter. Um, Still a success. Yeah, well, it's... Well, it, mm, yes, it was and it wasn't. It was a poison chalice. Yeah. Uh, it, so, uh, the, for those who don't know, which will be 99.9% recurring... No, it's only, only old people listen to this. Oh, Remember. well, fine, in which case 76.9%. Um, uh, so, I had, at that point, a, a, a newspaper column in The Observer, where I worked for many years. And um, while I was in the middle of writing a cheery column that was meant to be a sort of riff on the lovely late Tara Palmer Tompkinson's column in the Sunday Times magazine about You're going not out a and having a, No, so I did the kind of I'm very dull and newly married and I stay in and watch telly yeah. column um, uh, that was meant to sort of gently take the mickey out of that whole thing. And then, and, and very sort of smug married, newly smug married. <sighs> and and uh, then one day my husband said, I'm off. And I, we'd only been married about five minutes, so I was slightly thrown by that. Judith's daughter's getting married soon. <laughs> Lovely. Should we change the subject? <laughs> no, it wasn't five minutes. Literally, it wasn't five minutes. It, it wasn't was terribly long. It was five seven, months. Seven, well, 17 months by the time he, he went from wedded bliss to departure. And had you any inkling? I had no inkling, like an idiot. 
Had you um, had children by this point? No, no, okay. we hadn't. We, you know, we were going to have two or three years of sort of bedding in, as yeah. it were. He he took that literally, quite literally, to another extreme. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so this is old ground. But I ended up writing a column about the fact that I was suddenly single. And did you have a nervous breakdown? I had a bit of a breakdown. Yes. What my mother would call a teeny nervous breakdown. Yeah, I had a couple of weeks in the Priory. Oh, know. God, that's proper. Yeah. Oh, I'd be very interested about that. Would you? What's well, you like? can read my book. You can, you, it's <laughs> apparently available for upwards of one penny on Amazon. I um, read it in the bath I did. I, I remember I, I read it, reading it, but I don't it. remember the Priory bit. I don't think I name-checked it. No, you probably did. Well, yeah, I probably could have worked that out, actually. But, but yeah. Because you really lived a proper 80s lifestyle then. Well, that was 90s, but yes, I, yeah. I, even before that, I did lead quite an 80s, because I worked at the Face magazine and ID magazine, and it was all, you know, not the, the, the kind of working life where you couldn't tell where the working day ended and the, and the fun began. I love that. Oh, I, I find that all rather you've, tiring. You've had that. I've had it to a certain point, but I act it out. I don't do it in real life. I can't. <laughs> I'm very tired and very bored, and I have to go home and get under the duvet quite a lot of the time. But when did you do all those clubs? Did you go to the mud club and all yeah, those all sort of, of things? Did yeah. you have to dress up and wear wimples and stuff? Uh, <laughs> that was slightly earlier. That was the kind of new romantic phase, and sort of you know. With but the, you were there. Yeah, some of that tail end of that, but yeah. also the mud club and a lot of taboo, sort of the Lee Bowery club uh in in the 80s and there was certainly a lot of wearing silly clothes you know um i did spend the 80s you're wearing a tunic wearing now you're wearing a tunic now and i'm wearing a sensible tunic <laughs> you come down to our level is there any marks and spencers on you it's not a case of coming down it is a bit of course there's marks and spencers <laughs> on me there you go you go from wearing a wimple at the mud club i didn't even know what the mud club was rubber i knickers. didn't wear a wimple people did you wear rubber knickers? very specific you know did you wear rubber knickers no, rubber and me didn't get on. All that talcum powder. Oh, well, we're work. on to undercarriages, aren't we? In one swift move, we could be. I, this is only because we Jenny wants be. to promote her product. It is, isn't it? Any excuse that we're on to the undercarriage. You know what? I'm very proud to be not only the, the face and the voice and the front bottom. You never see that in the advert of Vagisan. I had an, a letter... There's no such thing as letters anymore, is there? <laughs> Had an email. It was on Twitter. OK, a bloke said, my wife is much happier. Thank you very much. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's jolly isn't nice. It? Isn't it? Poor cow. Now having to have sex with him because the bottom is working. <laughs> Did he go and buy it for her, though? I'm slightly probably, worried. <laughs> probably might have anointed it himself. Oh, stop. Step away. Really, Because <laughs> she might have been using it as an excuse for years. She's going, I'm really sorry I've completely dried up down there. Yeah. I come on the telly yeah. go, here is the solution yeah. to your yeah. dried up lady mean. bits. All the men go, ooh, ooh, I say, <laughs> I'm going to go out and buy a bumper box. <laughs> Come home, it's the old lady's oh. birthday. Look what I've got you. Oh, big tube of Vagisan, lie down. I've got a treat for you. Are there any special Black Friday offers? I've got a box. I've got a box of handbag sized ones, which I am going to. So what? So what's in it? Handbag sized ones? In what, in what sense? Are they handbag sized? Tiny little size? tubes, small tubes. Oh, I see of ones that you. Oh, I, for a minute, I thought you meant they were the size of handbag. <laughs> Tote bag sized Vagisan. <laughs> Uh, that would be very well, slippery indeed. Judith, earlier, Catherine, I, no, I, don't, I don't know where you're going to stand on this, but you're very welcome to join in. It's but a slippery she slope. Mentioned, <laughs> Judith mentioned to me on the way in, she said that she was making her own Christmas crackers. And I am saying to you, Judith, mm. that a small tube of Vagisan <laughs> will fit into a toilet roll. And I know that for a fact because I've tried That's it. That's genius, isn't yeah, it? There you go. That is genius. But why did you try it? <laughs> well, because I thought, well... I thought I'd be seeing Judith, and I know she makes oh, her own Christmas okay, crackers. Okay, so you were thinking crackers, you weren't just... And yeah. I thought, does a small tube of Vagisan 
fit mm. inside a toilet and roll. And it does, does it? Yes, yeah. it yeah, yeah, does. Yeah. But it is, if, if what you are saying about men is true, that would be a unisex gift, gift. to put in a cracker, really, wouldn't yeah. it? It's a if gift get the age right, all the, age, the family. Yeah, right. and it's edible. If your <laughs> turkey's a bit dry... I tell you, it's all around you, this for Christmas lunch, isn't it? Now, we're on to the... Moving, we have moved beautifully, segued into food. Extraordinary, that. You are the restaurant critic, or one of the restaurant mm. critics. Crickets. 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 Critic. Critic. I choke over the word critic because some of them have been quite horrible to me in the past. So I I might say cricket. Include me out. No, you're all right because you're food and I'm not in that (coughs) business. For the Daily Telegraph. Now, does because you're the food critic of the Daily Telegraph, does that mean you go to a certain type of Telegraph-esque establishment? You see, I, I thought that that is probably what I'd do. And then I sat down and thought, what is a Telegraph-esque establishment? And in fact, they just sort of said, well, just go to places that people might want to go to, which is a fairly broad brief, yeah, really. Yeah. So there was no sense of me having to kind of nail any Only go brief. to places with where men wear pink trousers. No, no, because that would severely limit my... Only go in gastro my... pubs that have got black Labradors outside. There are a few of those, oh. but I don't live in London, so I go to those places anyway. And if there are men with red trousers there, then... You know, they're allowed on. to eat. They are allowed to eat. <laughs> so, ta- are what, they? I think perhaps they shouldn't be. But anyway, <laughs> what are we looking for in what is what is what are you looking for when you're restaurant critiquing? Absolutely nothing. I in a, in as much as for me, restaurant critiquing is sort of forty to fifty percent food. Uh, and the rest of it is a combination of other things like what does it look like, what does it feel like, where is it, who else is there, what's the service like, you know. Um, it may even be less than 50% food. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I'm not, you know, a super mega foodie. Like, I'm I'm not like some of my critic friends who literally you can show them a flashcard of, of some weird ingredient and they'll know exactly A, where it came mm. from, B, what to do with it. and You know, I'm not. I sort of know what I know and I like what I like, but more than that. And I I've, I was a restaurant critic briefly on The Observer way back before somebody called Jay Rayner got, got that job. I found, what, do, what is he doing now? Oh, Jay Rayner's a boy. He's, he's a boy. He lives near me. He's all right. He's and all right. He's no, musician. I know him very well. Yeah. Very, very yeah. well. Um, uh, so, um, you know, I had a bit of form. Yes. Back in the day, but um, and and I'd done stuff uh, for the Observer Food Monthly when I was there, and I've you know always been interested in food, but without having that kind of overarching knowledge that that some of my. How often a week do you have to go out? Well, I I'm f- so I have a job share. It's all very modern. Yeah. Um, so I share mine uh, with uh, Keith Miller, who 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 writes it on my off week, uh, um, and yeah, so fortnightly. So what? I'm I'm going out really on a fortnightly basis but sometimes I lump them all together I'm very picky about all well I'm not very picky I'll turn up with an open mind yeah but if it well, goes we all wrong do, we're middle-aged women you see we try to turn up exactly. with an open mind how long does it take to go I don't like that the mind is open for <laughs> it's like a door that's a little yeah. bit ajar yeah. you know um it when the first thing kind of goes wrong yeah. or doesn't meet up it's cumulative isn't it it's it's cumulative and you can start off really wanting to like somewhere and I have a thing of if it's already been reviewed I won't read the review I just I turn up you know it's my experience Mm. I don't Mm. want to assimilate other people's experiences so um I you know I'm very open to it really do you go incognito yeah but I'm not you know I'm not Jay Rayner I'm not Giles Corrin I'm not Marina you know I don't have to 
disguise self. You don't but have some to wear people hat. must know who you are and what you're I doing. I don't know. I've not had it really in in the context of food. I mean, I used to get it in grum in the grumpy era, mm. um, a bit. You know, you'd be queuing up in, in the supermarket and Always somebody would tap you on the shoulder yeah. and say, "Oh," and and doing that thing where they think they know you. They think they saw you at Susan's last week <laughs> at, at the you know Tupperware party or whatever, and they're chatting. And then they suddenly do that thing of going, "Oh my gosh." I don't know you after all. Fine. Um, so, good meals, bad meals. What are your? What have been your highlights? Can Ooh, you, anything memorable? No, I'm 54. I can't remember a bloody we'll thing. I can, I can remember it. everything I've eaten. I, I... <laughs> some of it's... The thing about food is it's, it's, it's about context, isn't it? So, some of the greatest... Not really. Well, I, you know, if you're in a restaurant, it's who you're with, What what's the vibe what's the atmosphere why are you there la 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 now obviously if you're reviewing somewhere it's a slightly fake version of that because you've sort of booked it in order to review it it's not like you're going off on a on a big adventure and sort of so um i i like to have my uh, expectations confounded i like to go expecting one thing and then get something that sort of blows me away do you ever I'm... suffer from menu masochism define oh i suffer from it terribly menu masochism I look at the menu and I think oh that sounds nice oh now look at that I've not had that before that looks gorgeous I like the sound of that and then I go oh look something that I don't really like but it's probably quite good for me and it's got no cream sauce and it's lemon sole with some you know wilted spinach and that's... my partner is that person I, and I disappoint myself so often. he orders something he feels that he ought to like yes. what is that about I just order the stuff I know that I'm most likely to love, which is also, of course, the way that you can critique it if it's not if it's something that you're expecting to love or you or there's an ingredient or whatever that you're passionate about and it's wrong and bad, then that does give you quite a lot of room but, to manoeuvre critically. Speaking. But the thing is, right, in some respects, your partner and I who have menu masochism, mm. we should be the rest of the menu Absolutely. Uh, critics because yes. we are the ones choosing the horrible food that might confound our expectations. My partner, yeah. on the other hand, has True. no menu masochism whatsoever. He orders exactly what he likes, which is exactly the same every time we go oh, out. well. Every yeah. time. Oh, look, the steak. The steak on the... What's <laughs> Jeff going to have? I wonder whether Jeff's going to have a steak. Is he going to have a steak? Is he going to have it well done with chips? Of course he's going to have it well done with chips. He never has anything different, which is why I'm there going, oh, I'll have the child You feel that you're counterbalancing or... his... Yeah. Um... So at Christmas, does he have steak and chips? No, he has to he have... He steps uh, we, we... out of his comfort zone as far as a turkey. <laughs> you know, if he if he could, he would, but we're at my sister's and she won't. She she's won't. the boss of it. Yeah, she, yeah. She's, so, she's the boss of everything. I wanted to ask you about um, being a um, food critic yes. and ask you whether it means that you don't like a Nando's anymore. Does it mean oh, that you can't do yeah. I'm very, Nando's? very cheap. You know, I'm, I'm, no, I'll, I'll go in, I'll eat anything, to be honest. I wouldn't be one of those food critics who was sort of, no, no, unless Michel Roux, I don't know why I've affected a French <laughs> accent there to mention Michel Roux, but anyway, uh, I won't eat it unless Michel has cooked it personally, you know, um, no, I'll go anywhere. I'm, I'm fine with fast food, slow food. Do you cook? Yes. Well, I say yes. No. <laughs> Sometimes we lie. Time. <laughs> no, I, I can cook and I enjoy cooking and I wish I had a bit more time to do it. 
is is sort of where I'm at. I do a mean roast. I'm an, I can I can do you a Christmas really dinner cooking, from sort of blindfolded. Is that cooking with all the? Oh yeah, I with all the stuff. No, well proper gravy, you know, oh. made from scratch. Yeah. And what are you not a gravy granule person? No, I make my own gravy. I'm I'm proud of my gravy skills, passed on by are my you? my mother. You've yeah. got northern roots, haven't you? I don't. Don't you? No. Come over a bit northern. Do root. I? <laughs> Where's um, it from then? This commonness. This mm. ability to make gravy and roll your sleeves up. Australian. Both my parents are go. Australian. Yeah. Well, I don't see them as gravy makers. Well, Where do they get that from then? Um, Convicts. <laughs> no, no. So Mike's so hilarious. You should say that. My mother, eighth generation Australian. We chose to go. <laughs> was she a, was she a pound pon me? No, 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 no. She went there in 1803. Not obviously oh, herself. Yeah. Um, no, but she's very, you know, very quick. So that's what the posh Australians do is they say, no, no, we chose we, we we to go. <laughs> are we all still watching telly about food or have we got food, food no, TV fatigue? I, I, I'm still watching. I'm still watching. We I'm got not. home to the theatre last night. I'd had enough culture. It was very good. I really, really enjoyed this play. It's on at the West End. I don't know how long it'll be at the Duke of York's. But it's this new Tennessee Williams thing with this. I tell I sometimes can spot a star and uh, there is this girl oh god what's her name <laughs> what you can spot a star and you can't remember her name oh, sorry that's a bit I, of a non-starter I, but she could pick her patsy out of a Ferrin. lineup <laughs> okay her name listen to this name her name is patsy Ferrin, and she's in her late 20s i would say maybe even mid-20s and she's got comedy bones and mm. i'm just putting it there mm. leaving it there and I'm good. so we saw this play <clears throat> Uh, uh, a Tennessee Williams and she's is the star and we got home you know you get home about uh, it was about half past ten go straight to the fridge uh, cheese Presumably. and crackers cheese and crackers and Jeff nice. said to me I enjoyed my pret sandwich earlier Did there he? were walnuts in the pickle Did he? Was, yeah he was very impressed by you that you have a very racy relationship <laughs> don't you <laughs> and then I said get down your hands and knees I'm going to ride you around the city <laughs> <laughs> And then we watched an episode of MasterChef. My God, you live, don't you? You live. I'm impressed there's no steak involved in this <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> he, he was steak-free. He was weak. Could you watch the whole uh, of the episode of MasterChef? It was only, it's only about half an hour, isn't it? Just a random Quite episode. A like you just no, it, was, it was the early, earlier that, on that night. Right. Yes. Are you, are you into all of that? All of the Bake Off and Bake Off... Spin-offs I, and I've had I've, it with it really. I've, so I've slightly had it with mm. it. I'm kind of slightly Petite. with you. I, I feel like I've watched Nigella licking her fingers. Yeah. Do you TV critic as well? No, not anymore. I did for ten years. Yeah, Best oh, job ever. I love oh, your comment. You're very sweet. Oh, I mean, you write so brilliantly. Oh, you're Catherine. very sweet. You really do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I did love it. Love. I would. I mean, it was exactly the first place I'd go on a Sunday. Oh. You know, and I do miss it actually. I'm sure that's how I ended up being a grumpy old woman, though, isn't it? Yes. Totally. Yes, totally. Yeah. So what about plans for the future? What about more novels or do you have to have... Sort of... So I wrote two novels in this decade and that was kind of interesting. God, it's hard work, isn't God, it? God, it's hard work. You should know. You're a brilliant novelist. I've got one on the go at the moment. Have you? Oh, it's so See, hard. Oh. It's really... I, it's harder than cooking a roast lunch. Have I'm you really been tempted, sorry. Judith? She's I'm on in it. the middle of yeah. You're I'm in, in the, the middle, middle of a novel, mate. Yes, I am. Yeah, well, but how are you finding well, it? Well, very, very, very hard work. I can only do about an hour and a half at a time, and then I have to go and treat myself I to something, you know, manual. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or something in the fridge. To get out of the it's weirdness. Really, yeah. really hard. Yeah. I mean, you're an absolutely brilliant novelist. Mm. I'm going to be totally serious mm. here because mm. you know I'm not going to try and get a laugh out of this. It may end up. <laughs> In laughter, but I, I want to be really serious. You're you're a proper yes, brilliant novelist, but 
the marketing of you is really difficult because everyone goes, oh, Jenny, that's mm, going to be funny. That's going to be funny. And of course, you know, some of it is because you're very, very funny. But actually, the stuff you write about is not that funny. I have had people say I have ruined their holiday. <laughs> Well, you know, we're going to take something lighter yeah. on holiday and then it's, wow, it's a real journey, you know. So you're actually a sort of literary uh, novelist Genius. wrapped up in, in, the, in, a, in a comedy... Carapace. Carapace, good I, word. I, and I think, you know, you'd almost be better off doing it under a different name. Yeah, but then nobody, I, nobody well, would publish it. I wouldn't, you know, I'd get probably four and a half thousand pounds and it'd take me a year to write. Exactly. And so, then I just can't afford to do it. I'd have to get a paper round as well. I already, you know, it, it already does Would that there make... were papers to take God. on your round? Anyway. I'm going to deliver podcasts. That's my new thing. <laughs> to everyone's daughter. Do you know what? We're going to wrap up now because I have just hit on the, the great idea, which is delivering podcasts door to door uh, on sticks, on USB sticks. Sticks? I thought for a minute you were... To, um, a lolly. I went down the lolly stick, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, a USB stick yeah. and people yeah. will... Subs- and I'm going to go around on a bike and have a big oh, sack yeah. full of podcasts on USB Fantastic sticks idea. and sell them door to door. Okay, you like brushes. Yeah, brilliant. That's not you, a bad idea. You, you two can join. Make in. sure you take your little pass with you to prove. That I'll have, a, I'll have it on a lanyard. Yeah. Can, we, can we wear yeah. shorts like postmen do? You can. I'm not. I right. think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've had a, a very jolly time, Catherine Fletcher. It's been a pleasure as ever to see you, Judy. <laughs> lovely to see you again. Uh, I've enjoyed myself. Anyway, this is. Uh, uh, older and wider. That's what we decided to call this one, isn't it? It is, I think, yes. And we're going to play the theme tune again because I like it. You thank, like it. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, Catherine. Thank you for coming. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.